Blog Talk Radio. It impacts me with my relationship with my wife and all my other relationships. 
It impacts me on how I'm doing my business out there. It impacts me on how I interact with my clients. It impacts how I interact with the public or how I interact with others. It impacts the energy levels that I've got in how it is that I'm taking care of, you know, whether it be my physical energy, my emotional, psychological, or spiritual. Out of relationship with people who have importance in my life, because we there, there's value there, because there is something greater than just the relationship itself, it impacts. And so I, whenever there is relationships out there, no matter who it is, and it, it could be a client, it could be a client that maybe we're in, in disconnection around a money issue, either some money is owed or question about, you know, amount for services, whatever that is, as long as that stressor is there and as long as that, that disconnection is there, there is stress and there's an impact. And as long as I'm not addressing it, there's, there's impact. Now, the danger comes when, we're, when, we, when we have disconnections in relationships. There is a tendency, a, a, an immediate tendency to find fault, to place blame. And sometimes the way that I do it is I don't necessarily place fault or blame on the other person, but what I'm able to do, because I'm really smart, as I'm able to free myself up of any responsibility for the disconnection. So in other words, what I can do is I can easily justify my own stance, my own place, my own position, where what I do is I alleviate any responsibility on my part and I say, hell with them, now it's on them. They've got to figure their part out. They're the one that did this or they're the one that hasn't done that. And I relieve myself. I free myself. I unblame myself. I clear myself so I don't have to be the one. And if I'm not the one now at fault, then damn it, I don't have to be the one to fix this damn thing. It's on them. So we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency to try to become faultless, blameless. And in doing so, what we also do then is in our minds, then we, we, we remove our responsibility for it going to a place of stress and going to a place of disconnection, and therefore we don't have responsibility to have to do anything about it, and we can just leave it there. Now, I can take that stance with every relationship every day. I can. Uh, my wife and I can get in an argument, and I can say, you know what? This wasn't, this wasn't me. This wasn't my doing. This wasn't my unreasonable. It's hers, right? I can, I can do that. I can do it with my son. I can do it with my next-door neighbor. I can do it with anybody. And I'm intelligent enough. I'm smart enough. I can convince myself enough that I'm right, they're wrong, it's on them. Now, I can do that. Now, whether I'm right or not, whether I have justified it enough, and maybe maybe I am in the right. Maybe I'm not the one that created this. Let's play that one, right? And by the way, uh, I'm going to take a step back. Let's just imagine, though, that my dad is correct, and I'm not seeing the part that I'm playing in this. The reality is as long as I hold the stance of it isn't me, it's them, we will stay in disconnection. It will continue to be a stressor in my life. We will continue to be out of relationship, out of connection, and it impacts my life, and it certainly impacts the relationship. I have a great example of a um, friend of mine who was sharing with me last week about a, a, an agreement that he has with a friend around finances that his friend is not pulling his weight in the finances, financial agreement. And 
he's having a hard time on how to approach this person. This was his language. And then and there's this concern that it will impact the friendship. And my next question was, what has your friendship been looking like these past months while this agreement is being broke? He says, well, it's almost non-existent. We're not even talking. And I said, isn't that interesting? You're afraid to approach him about the money and, and about the agreement because you're afraid it's going to impact your relationship and your friendship with him, and yet you two aren't in connection and you really have no friendship because you're both avoiding this issue. And so what happens is we can avoid, again, whether we're right or wrong, the reality is if we don't address it, the, the relationship stays stressed. It stays in disconnection. We don't ever get to resolve this thing, and that's where we stay. And, that, and the, the deal also is it's not that we stay there. It grows. It gets bigger. Stories get created on both sides. Resentments build. Tension builds. It, it, it grows and grows and grows, and it's not the way. So what I'm suggesting is that we address it. Now, here's the key to this one, though. When we address these disconnections in relationships, even if the other person is at fault, in the wrong, the blame, the whole bit, we have got to leave that part alone if we want to be in connection with the person. And I guess that's the, the big question we've got to ask is, do I want to be in good connection with this person? And the way I have got to approach this, whether it's with my wife, whether it's with my next-door neighbor, whether it's with a client, whether it's with one of you who decides to make connection with me and, and we're in relationship and there's a broken agreement, there's something that's gotten in the middle of our relationship. The way for me to approach this disconnection in this relationship and, and to approach the individual is is approaching that person with being clear about my part and why we're in disconnection. And that's a hard one for people. It's a hard one for me sometimes, too, because, damn it, I'm right. You're wrong. You're the one that, and I can just fill in the blank. You're the one that broke the financial agreement. You're the one that made a promise and didn't keep the promise. You're the one that violated my space. You're the one that, whatever it is, I can just fill the blank in. And we all know what happens when someone approaches us with their finger pointed at us and blaming us. The first thing we do is we put up our fists, right? We put up our defenses. We go, oh, no, you ain't doing that shit with me. And so if that's how we respond to it, that's exactly how others can respond to it. And rather than getting in connection, what we're doing is we're cr actually we're creating other stressors in the relationship. We're compounding whatever it was. Now, let's take the example I just gave you of uh, one friend approaching another over a broken financial agreement. The fact that the agreement has gone on for so long unaddressed, the broken part of it, it's easy for this person. And so let's say, let's say I'm in the position where where someone has broken a financial agreement with me, and, I've, and this thing has gone on for five months. Well, the part that I have played in this thing all, all, automatically, and for me it's, it's obvious, but when we're in the midst of it and when it's really us, it's not so obvious, and that is that what I have done is I have dishonored the relationship by not calling attention to this when the agreement was first broke. 
And what I've done is I've allowed the disconnection to happen because I have not come in and said anything. Now, regardless of what my motive or my intention around that is, let's say my intention could have been, you know what, I want him to be able to come around on his own, and, and I don't want to stress over it, and I want to be you know, a good business partner, and I want him to be able to you know, do it on his own rather than me coming to him. Or, or I want, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to trust that maybe there's a good reason why he hasn't paid it, so I'm going to give him a chance to go come around and do that. So it could be great intentions, great motives, whatever it is. And the reality still exists is I didn't come to him when I first had the issue and I first had the feelings. And what I've done now is I've disconnected from the relationship. And the beauty in this is if he's really a good friend of mine, when I come and approach from a place of I apologize, I am sorry for dishonoring a relationship and allowing this to go on, and I play this part in this connection, it gives space and room for my friend to go, well, yeah, well, I'm the one that put us both in that position by not honoring my relationship, not honoring the agreement, et cetera, other shit going on, right? So now there's a whole different series of things we need to talk about as far as getting this thing back in, on the right track and getting the relationship back in and getting the agreement back on track and what we're going to do from this point on. The point is, if I want to be in good relationship, I have got to do my part in taking a look at my part in the dance. And that goes across the board with all of my relationships. Unless, and, and, and please don't hear that I think we should be in relationship with everyone that has broken agreement with us, it may be that the boundary that we set with someone is that we can no longer be in relationship and this is why. Boom, 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 boom. You violated this. You broke this. I'm not willing to be in relationship with you because this is the 15th time this has happened. So until you, this, you know, I'm setting boundary with you. And that's okay, too. In fact, that's important to do sometimes, and we all have to do that. But what we can't do, if we want to be walking the planet in in clean space, we just can't continue to avoid it. We need to address that. We need to address it some way. And I'll tell you where it's the most difficult is when we're with the person that we're closest to. So let's say a spousal relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, when that one's not good, and there's there's if we've had any kind of resentments or animosity that's grown and built up, it is so difficult, so difficult to look at my part and to go approach the disconnection from that place of owning my part in this. Because we may have gotten to a point where there have been so many things that have happened between the two of us and we've built up resentments on both sides and we're kind of keeping score on both sides. It's tough as hell to put the guard down for a moment with this person and go, you know what, I don't want to be disconnected anymore. And here's the part that I recognize that I'm playing in this thing. And, and, and I, I want somehow for us to really get past and beyond this. When we've got those high emotions going on, and, and there's, a, there's a great course out there, um, something conversation, I should have forget the name of it, um, but it talks about when the stakes are high and the emotions are up. Oh, uh, Crucial Conversations. Crucial Conversations is a great, great training course out there, and it really speaks to what happens when the stakes are the highest, the emotions are the highest, and it's when, it's, it's when we need to have the best conversation imaginable, and usually what happens is we have the worst conversation imaginable. When the stakes are high, I'm, I'm having a disagreement with this person I care so much about, and I want to care so much about me. And 
when the risks are high, the emotions are elevated, and sometimes we are at our ugliest. We are at our most hurtful and most harmful toward the other person because stakes are so high and emotions are so high. And, gang, what we've got to learn how to do is we've got to learn how to pull ourselves back and take a look at our part and stop the damn blaming. You know what? We may be right, but right is not going to get us back in a connection. Right is going to keep us disconnected. And all we are at that point right there is we are in our arrogance, we're in our own defenses, we're in our own ego, we're in our own I'm not giving in, God damn it, and I'm disconnected. And that's where it will stay. And the tension will continue to build and mount and get worse. And I'm not growing closer, I'm growing farther apart. So the offer this week for all of you tuning in either live this morning or tuning in later on is in your relationships, the ones that are in disconnection, to sit, meditate, talk with someone, whatever it is you need to do to be able to get more clear on your part in the disconnection. That's the first part. There's got to be, first of all, a willingness to take a look at your part. And when I say yours, I'm talking about mine, too, with all of them, right? What's your part in this? What did I contribute to the disconnection, the broken agreement, the whatever it is? And righteous won't get you where you need to go right now. It's time to put that shit aside and, and be willing, be willing to take a look at your part, how you participated. Now, here's what's important. It doesn't alleviate what the other person did. It doesn't erase it. It doesn't minus it. It doesn't make it okay. It's not excusing it. It's, a, it's an in way to having the conversation. It's an in way to getting back into connection and addressing whatever did happen. But you've got to start somewhere. And my belief is that we've got to be bigger than the relationship, bigger than the situation, so bigger than our egos and all that crap, and go in there with, with a, a willingness to take a look at my part. So once you've done that, now it's time to approach the person and be able to make that connection. So if there's someone who's broken agreement with you or you've broken agreement with, it doesn't matter, or you've, you've done something that's hurt each other in the relationship where there's a disconnection, identify what your part in this is. Be willing to approach that person from that place. And here's the, the biggest key to all of this, without expectation of them responding in kind. In other words, without the expectation that they're going to then go, ooh, thank you for sharing your part. Now let me tell you mine. Let me tell you where I realized I screwed up and I messed up. You have simply got to allow that to happen. If the other person cares about this relationship, they'll find their own way there. But you cannot be going in there. And I have done this before in the past. We're all going and go, okay, let me show you how big I am by sharing with you how I recognize how at fault I was in this part that got to this disagreement, this disconnection, this argument, whatever it is. Now, what is your part? No, doesn't work that way. Because then it skews up my agenda because I've got this hidden agenda that says the only reason I'm coming in here really is to get you to admit that you're the one that screwed up on this one. It doesn't work that way. My agenda has got to be fully about I want to get back into connection with you because I care about you and our relationship. And this is the part that I'm willing to do to do it. And you've got to let them come around on their own with the other one. And it may be that it may take a while to get back in full connection, but at least you've opened the door to that. You've allowed them space. You've made it safe for them. 
to be able to come in when it's their time to be able to address their part. Now, there's a good chance in the moment they're just going to go, thank you so much for, for, for coming in and sharing this part with you. You know what? This is the piece that I played in this, and this is where I was at fault, and this is where I'm wrong, and this is where I made mistakes, and this is what I want to clean up with you. That's a good possibility. But what you and I cannot do is go in there and holding our breath and waiting for that to happen. That may take time. It may not happen today. It may not happen next week. It may not happen next month. But what you've done is you've, 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 you've cracked the door. You've, you've, you've created an invitation for that person to do their part in this relationship. So my invitation to you this week around all of your relationships, scan them, look at all of them, business relationships, personal relationships, the significant ones, the less significant ones, any one of those relationships that is in disconnection and creating stress for you, any of them, those are the ones you want to take a look at and you want to explore. So scan your life. Look at those relationships. When you identify the ones that are in disconnection, that are not feel good, that are feel bad, they're, they're, they're creating stress somewhere in your life. Sit down, take the time to identify your part in this and be willing to approach this person from a place of ownership, of your contribution to the disconnection. And when you do that, you begin to pave the way you begin to create a path toward connection, resolution, whatever whatever it's going to be in that. But we've got to be willing to do that. Leave the blame behind. It's not going to work. Put it aside. All right? Makes you righteous and makes you right, but that's all it does. All right? So with that, with that, focus on your relationships this week. And what I here's what I guarantee is going to happen. I guarantee this is going to happen if you're willing to do this. If there's a relationship that is causing stress for you, if you're willing to go all the way with what I offered you today, I promise you, I guarantee you, you will feel a reduction in the stress you feel around that relationship if you can be strong in that. Be strong doesn't mean power over, but power within. Be strong in that, not self-righteous. Be clear about your part in this. Be willing to take some responsibility for that disconnection and you'll begin to feel the, the, the release of that tension, that stress in that relationship. All right, with that, as always, if there's anything you ever care to reach out to me and ask questions about or make comments about, please do. You can make comments on Blog Talk Radio there. Um, you're welcome to contact me via email. That's Rob, R-O-B-B. That's Rob with two Bs at theleadershipsource.com. Or you can call me, 951-834-5323. And you can chat. You can say, hey, because I'd love to hear about your successes around this and the ones that didn't work. I'd love to hear about that, too. We can talk about that, and I can give you some guidance around that. So stay connected. Don't just let the uh, listen in, and if that's enough for you, great. But if you've got questions and you need more support, that's what I'm here on the planet for. Tune in and, and uh, uh, call in and let me know how it went and let me know how I can support you with that. So with that, that's me wrapping it up, saying have a fantastic week, reminding you again to scan your relationships, find out where it is you're in disconnection, and do your part to bring it back to connection. Thanks for joining in. Glad you did. Thank yourself for joining in. Be willing to lead your life large today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow may not be here because it's not promised, so do it now. Thanks for joining. Have a great week. This is Rob Braun signing off for Leading Life Large. Bye-bye now.